there. This week on the podcast, we're going to be talking about self-love. And of course, we all know that it's important, but how do we find time to get it done between kids and everything else in life? Well, I've got some really great tips and tricks to help you hopefully work some into your day and also understand why this is so important for your health and your happiness. So sit back and please enjoy. So we've been talking a lot about self-love and self-care and how to love yourself and love other people. But when I was talking to a lot of friends and folks on uh, Facebook and Instagram, it became pretty obvious that there's a lot of things that kind of make it hard for women and especially moms to find some time for self-care. And it kind of got me to thinking back to You know, when my kids were younger and my life was a little crazier and before I really devoted my time to making sure that I was doing things that made me happy, um, it did, it all seemed like it was very, very out of reach and just not something that I could work into the day. Like it had to be something huge, I guess, in my mind. And that's just not the case. So today I want to go over just how to find some time for very simple, simple self-care and self-love practices. Because we all know that they're good for us, but it's difficult to find some time when we're drowning. And it was hard enough before all this COVID stuff, but now, man, if you're anything like me, it's like everybody's always home and I love them. But everything starts to just feel smaller and like the walls are just caving in on you. So sneaking away to do something or even just carving out some quiet alone time each day, on one hand, it's more important than ever. But on the other hand, it's completely harder than ever because everybody's constantly up in your grill. I mean, even the cat is needier than usual right now. So you're definitely not alone in your struggle for this. But I think that we can all work and uh, find some good solutions and some alternative ways to at least feed a little bit of our self-love right now until we can venture out into the world again. So for me, the biggest thing was just finding like little moments. I used to think before like, well, self-care clearly means that I take off for a weekend and I go to a spa and I get every treatment and I break the bank and that couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, That stuff's really great. If you can do that uh, often, you should totally do that often. (laughs) If you can do it occasionally, you should do it occasionally. Um, I think I get a massage like once a year and I wish there were more, but it's okay. You know, you fit in what you can and that's when finding the little moments to start your day or throughout your day are really key to keeping you happy and helping you just practice that self-love a little bit better. So for me, that looks like just waking up five or 10 minutes earlier. I know, trust me, I've had glorious ideas in the past of like, I'm going to wake up a whole hour early and I'm going to 
do my yoga and my gratefulness journal, and then I'm going to make sure that I do my Bible devotion, and I pray, and then I'll be rested and ready for the kids. And if that's what you're doing, high five. You can just hit stop. You don't need this. But (laughs) that lasts like halfway through the first day. I don't even get through the whole yoga And I'm like, what am I doing up when I could still be sleeping because I'm tired AF and this is stupid and it's just not sustainable for me. But five, ten minutes, I can do that, especially if I don't have to get out of the bed. But I would definitely recommend uh, either hitting snooze or setting a second alarm because some mornings I do fall back asleep. Not even going to lie. But I just take that time and sometimes I... We'll read an article that I saw the day before that I really wanted to focus on and I just couldn't. I'll answer emails or just send little messages out to folks that, again, I wanted to do the day before or I'd been thinking about recently, but just the chaos of life was getting in the way. Sometimes I just think through a problem or something that's on my mind when I can just devote my brain energy to it. And a lot of mornings... It's when I definitely pray every day. And again, it's usually nothing glorious, nothing long. There's no frills. It's just me and my jammies rambling some thoughts. And I found that just taking those minutes really helps me just to kind of keep my brain flowing and clear and like less cluttered. But I get to knock out things that I want to and not just all the things that I have to. And, you know, if getting up early isn't your jam, you know, there's lots of other times that you can find to do this. You could do it on your lunch hour when my kids were younger and I was working out of town. Absolutely. I was the queen of going out to my car and either listening to NPR, taking a nap, reading a book, just chilling. And you can do that too. Commute times are great for that. It seems kind of weird. But if you've got a commute and you just turn off your radio and silence your phone, like let people know you're okay so they don't think you are in a ditch somewhere, but just silence everything and just drive and pay attention to what you're doing, but just kind of let your mind slowly transition. And again, you can think about what you want without any interruptions. No one's getting in that car. If they are then you got a whole other set of problems and I don't know what to tell you there, but, and even during exercise time though, or if you choose to take a walk, that's another time that I'm really guilty of just throwing on a mindless show or, you know, pulling out a a podcast or a playlist. And, and it's great because I need to be distracted. Otherwise four minutes in, I'm like done working out. But I also like to sometimes just hit pause and really get into my brain and start thinking while I'm doing that. I can't do it the whole time. You got to know your limits, guys. But the most important thing beyond just grabbing those little minutes is just claiming your time and speaking up. I used to just assume that everyone knew I needed time and that when there was an availability that I could have some, that obviously everybody would bow down and make sure that that happened. But as it turns out, nobody actually knows what you need if you don't speak up. 
And that's not even just about self-love, self-care, like that's about anything. If you need help, if you are overwhelmed, if you just can't even handle parts of your life right now on your own, if you feel like you're not getting help, it's not because people hate you and they don't want to help. They legitimately do not know. They don't know. And, and you can't vague this. There's no vague booking in real life. Okay, you literally have to say, hey, I'm feeling really stressed out. I kind of want to punch everybody in the face because I'm feeling really stressed out. And I need to have an hour to myself today without somebody wiping boogers on my pants or asking me to prepare a meal or help them with something. That's all I need. And I have been doing this for a few years now. Once I figured out that they weren't all against me, they just didn't know what I needed. And I've never once had someone say, oh, absolutely not. You cannot have that time. You know, you got to work with people because they've got needs and you've got needs. And yep, there's things that have to get done. But if you let it be known just what you need in life, you'll be amazed by who will show up. Absolutely. And especially, especially moms, lean on your husbands. I don't know why so many people act like husbands are bumbling idiots, but they're not. They are not. And even if they were, there are very few things that could happen in the span of one hour that you can't quickly repair or fix or undo when you come back from your time. Your children will be safe. They will probably have a lot of fun because dads are just wacky like that. And you're going to come back feeling better. But you got to give these guys just a little bit of credit, man. And if for some reason you really can't let go, then I promise, call a friend, call your mom. We all know how you're feeling. And that's where sometimes I think we need to get creative. You know, if you can't sneak away and you know what you need, you need to tell people and work together to find ways to get it done. Maybe this is you getting creative. You could create like a care co-op with your friends that, yep, these couple of women are going to go and do whatever they want on their own, and we're all going to watch their kids today. But next week, next week, they're watching my kids (laughs) just so that everybody gets a chance. You know, you can hire an older kid or two of my favorites, and these are, I've absolutely done this. Number one. Your kids love Netflix and popcorn, I promise you, or Disney Plus or whatever you have. And I don't want to hear some lame, I don't want them to watch too much TV, blah, blah. It's 2021, folks, and we have made it this far. Screen time rules, I don't want to hear about them. I don't believe in them today. And if you need a break, you need to stop believing in them too. Just absolutely throw in a movie, put on some popcorn the door open. I mean, if they're choking, you're going to go in there. But for the love, you do not have to watch The Lion King again. You don't have to. They're going to be fine. And if it's too scary, if they can't handle Scar, then that's not the movie for flipping today. You guys need to pick a movie that you can watch without a grown-up. Easy peasy. They can sit down with their popcorn and their movie, and you probably aren't going to be able to escape for the whole movie, but you're going to be able to escape for a little bit. And that's what matters. I also used to tell my children from time to time that mom needed a timeout. 
I've just been really frank with them their whole lives. Like sometimes even moms are in bad moods and mom is going to make some bad choices or she's just really struggling. So mom needs a time out. I need to go sit down. I need to go think about what I'm doing. I need to go calm down. And I just need you to give me two minutes. And kids relate to this stuff because that's what we tell them. When we see that they're getting fussy, we tell them, go calm down, go take a nap. When they're really getting out of hand, hey, whoa, time out, buddy, go sit down. But for some reason, somewhere between being a kid and being a parent, we lose that ability and we don't ever stop to tell ourselves like, whoa, you need to step back for a minute. But they get it. They do when you break it down into their terms. And again, it's not going to be as great as that weekly weekend long spa date that we all dream about, but it's going to be way better than living your life in a sea of macaroni and Playmobil toys. But I also think it's important because, you know, these kids, they are watching and we need to show them that everybody needs time. And they need to understand that because I don't want my kids growing up and feeling totally burned out. I want them to know that that they can step back and they do deserve their own time and to be their own person. But also, I want them to know that that means everyone in their life needs that. So they need to support their kids and their spouses and their friends and each other and me in my lovely old folks castle. Like, don't just stop by all the time. Sometimes I just need a minute. (laughs) I think that's really going to be the key, though, as kids are growing and as we're living as examples for them and the people around us, just showing that, yeah, everybody needs it, man. And this always, whenever I'm talking with people, though, leads to a conversation on mom guilt. And I'm working on a whole podcast about mom guilt because I think you could probably do a whole series on mom guilt if you're anything like me. (laughs) But we got to get over this, you guys. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Hands down. I know the very first time that I really spoke up and I said something that I wanted to do without my kids, it was kind of a big ask. But my youngest was probably four or five, so then my oldest would have been like nine or ten. It's not like they were babies, but I wanted to go to a conference in Chicago with some girlfriends, and we were in a business together, and I wanted to go just to obviously have some time with them, but to learn some new skills and all the other things. But I felt such a crazy amount of guilt, even considering going. Like I'm looking at the money, like think of how much fun I could have with my kids if I just took this money for them. Think about how much fun we could have as a family. Think about what if I miss out on this, that, anything. I was coming up with all of it. But I sat down with my husband and God bless his heart. He was like, no, you need to go because you're frazzled this is important to you. We're fine. We're fine. So go. All right. So that was like absolutely life-changing. But even once I was going and I had like permission as if I needed it, but you know, in my head to justify it, 
you know, first I had the guilt of dropping my son off to his dad a day early. He, um, you know, he's from my first marriage. So the conference was a weekend that he was going to be with his dad. So high five. That was great. I wasn't going to miss out, but I had to leave on Thursday, not Friday. So I had to bring him to his dad a whole day early, which come on now. That was not a huge deal. He is not going to grow up and be like, well, my mom was mostly awesome until she dropped me off one day early that one time back in 2015. It's not going to happen. But I struggled. I cried after he got out of the car. I lived three hours from Chicago where I was headed to and I was driving. And yeah, I straight up cried. Um, yeah, it was bad. So I get down there and I get all checked in and I knew one thing. I was still going to be present for bedtime. All right. So I step away from a fun dinner and step outside to call my daughter and she's crying. And she's crying not because life is horrible with her dad. No, she's got a great dad. My husband's amazing. But, you know, it's different. Where's my mom? This this isn't my mom. We've all been there as kids and seen it even happen. So now I'm in tears again and I'm feeling terrible like I'm the world's worst mother because I made her go to bed one night without me. I mean, it would end up being four nights, but. And then throughout all, I'm just apologizing to my husband because this poor guy went to work all day and now he's having to deal with a crying kid and I feel horrible for him. And honestly, though, when I step back, I think that we struggle as women in not just kind of being martyrs to our lives. I mean, okay, he went to work all day and then he made dinner and then he had a crying kid at bedtime. That's like every day for a mom. And I know there's plenty of dads that do it too. And thankfully he's always been like a wonderful tag team partner. But why, why do we allow that to be okay for us, but not for others? I don't know. It could definitely be maternal instinct, but that's something we need to work on because if we don't step back, we just end up feeling burned out. And that's when we start to really not be our best selves and really not enjoy things. So that weekend, it was hard for me just because I was learning to be away from my people. But truthfully, you guys, I, I had friends there that our friendships got even tighter. And these women have been my rocks for years now. <laughs> for years. That was worth it for a bit of it. And I had so much fun and just laughing and being myself, just fully me. I wasn't even once for a moment worried about, are your shoes tied? And are you cold enough? Should I bring a sweater? Do I have enough snacks in my purse? You know, I was absolutely 100% raw, authentically me, and man, I needed that. That was the absolute recharge that I needed. And actually, that recharge and that break and even those little bit of tears, you know, I, I got to miss my people. And I think there's something to be said for that. If you're constantly together, that's when things start to just become kind of stale and grating and monotonous, and you start to kind of take some of it for granted, and you might even resent it. 
But when you step back and you have that moment to clearly get into your own head and to yeah, miss your people, you start to realize just how much you do love them and how important that part of your life is also. And by the time I came back, I was fully recharged and in a way better space mentally. And I have thankfully gotten away one weekend a year since then. Uh, Sometimes it's been with, with those friends to different conferences. Sometimes it's just been weekend retreats with my church. Uh, This year, I don't know what's going to happen, but (laughs) um, thankfully in 2020, I got it done before the world went crazy. It was in February. So it's a big deal though. Absolutely. And I know guys that it's hard when your kids are little, but as a mom who's made it to the other side where they can make their own sandwiches and things, I don't need to be involved in every micromanagement moment of their days. I don't need to be the center of everything. And it's good for their independence, but it's good for mine too and my own mental well-being. And I think that's important for you also as you are working through motherhood. I was just really related to folks when people started telling me just how much they struggled with finding the time and not feeling guilty when they needed to ask for time away or when they took time away. And yeah, man, I've been there. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Just again, finding those little moments, speaking up to claim your time setting that good example for the kids and taking your time to go and just recharge yourself. Whether it's five minutes, five days, five hours, you know, the length really doesn't matter. It's just important that you're taking it. And if you've got any other suggestions for some easy tips on either sneaking away or finding just some self-care moments that you can do on the fly, I would love to hear about them because even though they're getting bigger, we are all trapped in this house all day and all night right now, (laughs) other than school and whatever my spotty work schedule is. So yeah, we're in the throes of it too, guys. And uh, we all got to do this together. But until next time, just make sure you're doing everything with love and I'll talk to you soon. Please remember to like, subscribe, share, whatever all that stuff is. Tell your friends, guys. I want us to do great things together. Bye.